Hey, this is Vanessa. I'm the Prevention Services Coordinator at King County Sexual Assault Resource Center, or KSARC. This is Building Resilience, a project with the purpose of equipping people with what they need to end sexual violence. This tangible takeaway is for parents, caregivers, and those that work with young folks. It's called the What If Game and is a tool that you can utilize to start conversations of all kinds. My colleague, Karen Cope, will explain the What If Game, what it is, why it's a valuable tool, and provide some examples of what ifs that you can try out today. As a heads up, there is general mention of child sexual abuse in this conversation. All right. Hey, this is Vanessa. I'm the Prevention Services Coordinator at King County Sexual Assault Resource Center. I'm here with my amazing colleague, Karen Cope, who is a family services specialist. Um, And I just asked Karen if she could share a bit about a really helpful tool that I've heard her share with um, parents and caregivers before called the What If Game. Thank you, Vanessa. Hi there. Yeah, I love the what if game. What if the what if game actually helps your children and your teenagers with tools that they can use anytime? Yeah, hopefully they'll never have to use them. But by having the conversation of what if, what if you're in this situation, what would you do? Then they at least you've had the conversation and they can they can rely on that conversation to help them get out of any difficult situations that they may be in. But also, it's you know, the what if game is also good to bring up different topics. For example, consent. Um, I have a 13-year-old son, um, and last year, I think it was, and I was saying, I know you don't want to talk about girlfriends. I know you don't want to do this, but just think when you're 15 and you like a girl and you want to kiss her what would you do <gasps> i'd ask her he said great answer says me what would you do if you even wanted to hold her hand i would ask her so just help him with that consent and just saying absolutely that's what we do we always ask and it can even get into really difficult um difficult parts of the conversation could be like, say you want to kiss a girl, and she says yes, and she continues to kiss. So and and you so you're going to kiss her, and then she says no, I don't want to, and she she stops halfway through. What do you do then? Thankfully, he was able to say, oh, I would stop. Great, but this is the the whole thing about the what if game. It's about getting their kids to think about their behavior and what they can do. Um. And that they have choices and that they are empowered. If I'm in this situation, these are the things that I can do, A, B, C, D. Um, even sexting, you know, there's another thing that's going around at the moment. So um, you, a friend, any friend asks you to show a private part of your body, what would you do? Whether it be your breast, your penis, um, what would you do? No, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, but they're going to keep calling you. Oh, you're a wuss. You're you're a mummy's boy. You um, you know. So you you want to practice that? What if I'm going to call you all these names and you're going to keep practicing, say, denying my request for for to sext, um, or it can even go. So what would you do if your 
friend was pressured, what would you say to your friend if they were pressured? So you can have that kind of conversation so that your your um, teenager and your young child um, can be a good friend. What makes a good friend? Um, so that's a what if um, scenario. And you can make what ifs for any, any scenarios. You can make that, but it's, again, giving tools. Staying safe at parties, especially if you have a teenager who's moving into college. Um, and, and you want to have that conversation with them. Because it happens. It probably it happens at schools as well, by the way. <laughs> you know, it's not just at college. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially at college, because usually they're away from home. So your teenager is away from home. They are going to get drunk. Don't, you know, we've, we can't be naive and think that our kids, not our teenagers, going to not get drunk. You know, there's a probably a 90% chance that they are, unfortunately. But that's going to happen. So when they are drunk, how do they help themselves? You know, what if you get drunk at a party? Um, how can, you know, are you going to have safe people around you? Can you have like a designated driver? Can you make sure you're not going on your own? Um, that kind of stuff. So that, okay, one of us is not going to get drunk tonight. And if you do see me get drunk, then can you make sure that I get home safe? That kind of thing. Um, I think these are the kind of things that we need to be d- discussing with our with our tri- with our teenagers um, to keep them safe and to get them to to start thinking. And yeah, they're going to say, "Oh, mom, for goodness' sake, that's never going to happen to me." And it and hopefully it won't happen. But the fact that you've had the conversation, mm-hmm. hopefully they will remember that. Okay, when I'm in this situation, this is how I can get myself out. And it's, you know, if he saw some someone pressuring a girl to do something, what would he do? Would he just stand by or could he, what could he do to interrupt what's happening? Um, so, and that doesn't have to say that your kid's going to be in danger by, by interrupting what's happening. You know, they could, I don't know, <laughs> drop a book, drop a glass or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just so that... There, there's an interruption into to whatever unhealthy that's going on, and then the what if game can. The beauty about the what if game is that you can really start this when the kids are really young, you know. Um, you know, I I can always remember my. I think my child wasn't even at school yet; hadn't even started elementary, and I would be sitting on his little chair, his little chair, pretending I was in a car. <laughs> I can just remember doing it. And I had an ice cream in my hand. And I'm going, boom, boom, boom. Oh, there's a nice one. Oh, look what I have. I have an ice cream. And he went to grab the ice cream. And I and he knew I was a stranger. And I no, 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 no. So we kept practicing it until he was able to say no. And um what was funny was, and this is there was a neighbor that I didn't know. We didn't know the neighbor. Um, and he was giving the kids ice cream. And my son came <laughs> running home to me. I think he was six at the time. Mom, that man tried to give me an ice cream. So we just said, what can you say to him? No, thank you. And then come back. Mm-hmm. So all of that, I mean, I thought that was a really good, <laughs> you know, that was a really good example. Mm-hmm. Um, by having the what if games scenario 
And then he does remember, and this, he was at school by that this point. And then if we're really talking about keeping our kids safe, you know, children have no idea about sexual stuff at all. You know, at five years old or, you know, whatever. And you can have these discussions at any age. So what if someone touched your private parts, you know? presuming that your children know what their private parts are. So that's something you would have to mm-hmm. hopefully tell them what their private parts were. If someone touched your private parts, who would you tell? Who mm-hmm. can you tell? And Or what if someone did? What can you do? Can you say, stop? Please don't do that. That's not right. But also, who would you tell if somebody did do that? How was your child to identify who are trustworthy people? So you can go into that conversation. You know, if I fall in the... So what if you fall in the playground at school? Who do you tell? Oh, I tell the nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, someone hit me at school. Who do you tell? Oh, I tell the teacher. Someone touched my private parts. Oh, I can tell a counsellor, you know, so you're you're helping your children to identify. And when, when children identify people, it might help them feel safer within the environment that they're in. Um, so I just love the what if game because it really, really does. It's simple, but it really does give tools to children, to teenagers, and it ha- you know to help them s- themselves to feel empowered that they can possibly s- solve their own issues or their own problems and it, i know that it's not their responsibility but these are just some tools that might interrupt that whole sexual violence piece so thank you awesome thank you karen thank you vanessa If you're looking for more conversation starters, check out KSARC's 100 Conversations tool at 100conversations.org. Thank you to Karen Cope for the content in this episode and to Logan Vesey for editing, consulting, and mastering the audio and for the immense support in making this project possible.